Hello and welcome to today's micro lesson episode of Inside the Mind of Champions. I really hope that you're well and that you've not been caught up in these recent travel issues in and around Southern Africa. Can you believe it? Just as we were starting to open things up, the new Omicron variant has been identified and it's already been tracked around the world. But massive congratulations to the South African doctor who identified it first and shared that news immediately to the world health bodies. Hopefully this early detection means that we can control it quickly and share Christmas with our loved ones as we are planning. But it's a really powerful reminder that this is a global issue where many countries and politicians are boasting about their 90% plus vaccination rate. Some countries are really exposed still with data showing 6 out of 10 of the lowest vaccination rates are actually in Africa. So after the dash to panic buy and immunise our first world nations, at which point do we ship the vaccine abroad? I'm not an expert and I'm sure there are loads of commercial and political complexities here, but it seems like we'll only be able to crush the virus's power to mutate when the whole world has a foundation level of immunity. So that leads us to today's theme. There's been so much uncertainty throughout 2021 and it doesn't really look like we're going to return to a boring, predictable life anytime soon. So if we can't make outside factors more certain, we need to focus on improving the way we cope in uncertain times. Our brain really wasn't built for it. It doesn't like this constant uncertainty. It keeps us on constant red alert, awaiting a likely but uncertain threat. Experiments in the neurology department of University College London showed that people were most anxious when there was a 50-50% chance of something happening. Interestingly, when the outcome was either more or less likely, the subject's anxiety dropped off. So our brain will always be worrying, will there be a lockdown? Will there be a Christmas? Will there be face-to-face events in the coming months? We all have our own dilemmas that we can add into the anxiety mix and leaders especially need to make decisions in times when everyone is looking for an answer. Again, it's not the perfect answer that reduces our anxiety. It's just having a sense of what might come down the line. A good example that we'll be able to relate to when our anxiety drops is that little car that moves on the uber app as we're waiting frustratingly in the cold for the taxi to come and we see it start to move and make progress down the road that drops our frustration and anxiety levels or hearing that you're the 18th caller in the customer complaints queue it doesn't tell you when you're going to be dealt with but it definitely gives you a little bit more certainty that you're making progress dr yutta tobias mortlock is a senior lecturer at city university in london and an expert in mindfulness and acceptance and commitment therapy when applied to business and social settings. Yutta's insight from our Winning Mindset for Leaders programme reframes the role of leaders in navigating periods of volatility. In this volatile world, leaders that admit that they don't know and leaders that need to involve other people, or that actively involve other people, and leaders that say, I might have been wrong here, help me, are the most effective leaders. So what does that mean? That means that leaders tell me that they still need to make decisions and they still need to set a strategy. But if the environment 
is not only unpredictable, but actually unknowable, right? We don't know what we need to do in, uh, in the face of stuff that we have no idea of how to plan towards. We actually then need to have a more fluid strategy and we need to have decisions that allow us to change tack. But that's not how leaders believe they are perceived by those that look, look at them and that, that look to them for leadership. So I actually think the safest and actually most evidence-based way to help leaders set strategy in a volatile word, world is to help them become comfortable with not having a firm strategy and to become comfortable with asking for help and to become comfortable with saying, I don't actually know. And then watch what happens and manage their own anxiety as they are bombarded with all their thoughts and feelings of judgments about how do they judge me and how will they perceive me in this environment where I think I need to set a firm strategy. But that requires a lot of self-trust and self-confidence. I really like this insight because I can imagine the stress melting off your tense shoulders as you hear that you don't have to have the perfect answer every time. Not only is the future unpredictable, but it's unknowable. So who could have forecast the impact that any of these you know, disruptive forces like COVID was going to have? No one would have been able to predict it. Steve Jobs tried in that famous speech in 2015, but we probably wouldn't have believed them even if they had. So then how do we keep moving forward, making decisions for our families, our team and for our organisations? Well, I think the first thing is to be honest and ask for help. This is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength that we know we can't do it alone. And then I think we've got this almost 3D model of decision making, which I've just made up. And the first D is what do we know? What are the trends from our customers? What is the data from the infection rate? Or what's the score from the last 20 games on this particular pitch that we're trying to analyse? Let's see what's happening objectively away from all the emotion and subjective views. And let's pick two or three key variables that are linked and see what that rational objective data says. That, that's really important in times of uncertainty and volatility and emotion. The second D is about bringing in diverse perspectives. Get a variety of people in your network to take a look at it. We're not talking here about getting people from different cultures having a look at the problem. We're talking about cognitive diversity. You may be a creative thinker, a maths geek, a caring, empathic relationship person, a commercial guru and a dispassionate business growth expert. Get people from different perspectives to run what if scenarios and test your decision from every angle. This will no doubt be an iterative process because they'll bring up more questions to start with and then we can start to find the focused area and zero in on making that decision. And the third D of this little model is about deadlines. When do you need to make this decision by? What information do you need to have by that particular point to make the decision with more confidence? And importantly, what review deadlines will you need to set so that you can quickly course correct if things aren't going to plan? Maybe that's checking this media post after five minutes. Maybe it's checking this investment strategy after three months. If we've got this deadline of when we're going to start and when we're going to review, 
then it gives us more confidence in an uncertain time. So the whole point is that in times of uncertainty, we can't really trust the outcome. So we need to increase the level of trust we've got in ourselves. And almost like we spoke about in earlier episodes about confidence being preparedness. If we've done the homework, if we've done the research, if we've canvassed those broad perspectives and we've given ourselves the right time frame, then we can use that 3D model to give ourselves the best chance of making a good call and then reacting quickly if things don't quite go to plan. And then a consideration which we don't often ask is, can I live with this if it fails? We often get so emotionally distracted by the consequence of failure and the uncertainty that it contaminates our approach and our commitment to our skills and our decision in the first place. At a time when so many people have experienced this turbulence, this uncertainty, and have lost their security, lost their jobs, lost their businesses, there are some amazingly positive stories of people starting again, this time with more passion, more focus, doing something they really love. So in uncertain times, we can't control what happens, but we can give ourselves the best chance to get through it. And one thing's for sure, from Yutta's insight, we can't be expected to know it all. But if we prepare well and try and do the right thing for our team at this moment in time, then we'll have no regrets as we look back. If you're a leader who wants to make 2022 a massive success, I'm coaching an ambitious group of entrepreneurs, coaches and execs through our Winning Mindset for Leaders program starting in January. It's our flagship digital coaching program and it's been designed for busy people and our two-minute videos are woven in throughout it so you can pick it up and explore it to suit your schedule. We'll give you a profile of your personal strengths and I'll be there to guide you through 12 key strategies for leading with impact, whether it's sharpening your own skills, motivating a remote team or innovative strategies to lead your business through change. I'm available throughout as your personal coach and we'll have some great interactive webinars where we bring the cohort together. And of course, you'll be learning from the incredible experts in our digital content, ranging from elite sports coaches to neuroscientists and business strategists. They share their honest wisdom and scars that it's all there to fast track your development. Almost a thousand delegates have graduated through this Winning Mindset for Leaders program in recent years, and we've seen loads of promotion and success stories from them as a result. January's cohort looks like being an absolute cracker, and it's all delivered remotely, so why not invest in your career and get ahead of your rivals? You can join for yourself, or you can get a group discount if you want to enrol some of your high potentials and future leaders in your business. Either way, you'll be inspired and equipped with career-changing insights. So why not join us in January? And if you want to find out more, click on the link in the show notes to secure your spot. I'll share more leadership insights from our digital library in the next few episodes, but I'd love to make sure that the show's as helpful as it can be for you. As I've mentioned before, I can see the numbers of listeners growing week on week, which is great. And I can also see where you're tuning in from, but I don't know how it's helping you or the key themes that you want me to cover unless you drop me a note. So you can email me with any of those points at hello at sportingedge.com with feedback or questions for future shows. We've had lots of inquiries from companies asking if they can use our video insights in their own programs and also about webinars and keynotes. And I genuinely would love to help. 
So we've got loads of case studies from across different industry sectors that we can share. So please do drop me a note through to hello at sportingedge.com and we'll see how we can best support you. Let's be honest, it's been a really tough year, so we all need some inspiration to get off to a flying start in 2022. Our mindset is so important for that. So if you think this show can help any of your network, then please do forward it or recommend it in your pub or cycling group, wherever you think it can help. So wherever you're tuning in from today, please do stay safe and let's show December we're not quite done yet. Good luck.